Welcome everyone to another episode of Wake Up Monday by your host Esther. I hope you are all well and I hope you will enjoy today's session. Uh, don't forget to follow and share our podcast so that you are notified when we are releasing a new episode. And with that, I'd like to delve into the focal point of today's session, which concludes the series of The Power of Purpose, Part 3. I will be concluding this series with the story of Paul, specifically around the time his life was radically transformed. A period that cemented his legacy as one of the greatest writers of the Bible. And it is my hope that by the end of this session, you will ask yourself the following. What is holding you back from fulfilling your divine destiny? Who or what is holding you back? And what are you willing to do to move forwards? And when will you truly start living your purpose rather than just dreaming about it? And if you want to kind of uh, recap on the Power of Purpose series, definitely check out the previous two episodes and then come back to this one as well. So before we truly like delve into this topic... Um, I'd just like to quickly give you some quick facts about Paul, formerly known as Saul. So, Paul was both a Jew and Roman citizen, and he kind of used this to advantage as he was counseling many prominent Jewish and Roman citizens. In his former life, he actually persecuted early followers of Christ in Jerusalem, and he actually admits this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9, and also see also Acts chapter 9, from verses 1 to 2. So the whole rationale behind this was it kind of, it was kind of seen as an attempt to stop the spread of the gospel of Christ. And in this process, a resurrected Jesus appears to him. And this was the beginning of his transformation. He was actually blinded by the sight of Jesus that he could not see for three days. Shortly after that, he was baptized and began to preach that Jesus was the Messiah and the Son of God. And if you want to look more into this, I implore you, go into Acts chapter 9 from verses 2 to 22, and of course chapter 22 from 1 to 10. Furthermore, he also founded several churches in Asia Minor, which is mostly present-day Turkey, and of course in Europe. And lastly, he was heralded as one of the most prolific writers of the Bible. I believe he wrote about 14 books. He was instrumental as well in the training of John Mark and of course Timothy. So the Bible, as we know today, is part of the legacy of Paul. The fruits of his transformation that led to the expansion of the Christian faith in the first century. But all of this would not have come to pass if it was not for the friendship between Barnabas and Paul. Why? Well, it was this friendship that led to Paul fulfilling his divine destiny. And the power of this uh, friendship was already foreshadowed through the name Barnabas, which actually means son of encouragement. And it was actually used as a nickname for a man called Joseph. And you can see more into this if you look into Acts chapter 4 verse 36. So this is someone who relentlessly pursued the kingdom to the point where he sold a field that he owned to financially support the early believers. So it already signifies that this is an individual who is committed to the kingdom of God to the point where he bravely defended Paul after his extraordinary transformation. He vouched for Paul in the face of adversity amongst his fellow believers for a man that was known in his former life for brutally persecuting Christians in Jerusalem. This very act of friendship by a man that embodies the concept 
of encouragement led to Paul to be accepted by the church in Jerusalem. And of course, a dramatic uh, retelling of this event can be seen in Acts 9, uh, verse 26. I'm using the NET version, uh, where it says that, But Barnabas took Paul, brought him to the, to the apostles, and related them, to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had spoken out boldly in the name of Jesus. Imagine. Through this act of courage by a friend, Paul's purpose was fulfilled. Because after that, he was formally uh, accepted by the church, and the rest was history. We know that Barnabas and Paul eventually fell, um, fell out and parted ways, but their friendship served a purpose, specifically Paul's purpose. So this story prompted me to ask, some serious questions about my life specifically the people who i consider friends i pondered upon the notion of friendship because i believe that our contemporary understanding of friendship is far too limited often superficial and if we look closely into the bible's definition of friendship we see uh we see uh as it kind of forms and formulates friendship um, as something that almost has a spiritually profoundness. Like, it's prof- uh, let me rephrase that again. Uh, something that is spiritually profound. For instance, if we look into Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, and of course I'll be using the NET version, it bluntly states that the one who associates with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Also, in Proverbs 18.24, it states that a person who has friends may be harmed by them, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So my point is that if one act of friendship led to Paul unlocking his purpose, one that would establish the legacy of the church that God envisioned for his children on earth, it makes one ponder whether their friendship may amount to something like this. So I ask the following questions to myself, and these are also one that you may ask yourself as well. Do you have friendships that hinder you spiritually? Are you in a friendship that is holding you back from truly walking in your purpose? And if so, what are you willing to do about it? Sometimes it takes one friendship, one relationship to end for you to be able to be in a space where you're able to receive someone that will lead to, that will lead you to your destiny, that will enable you to fulfill your divine destiny. So do not see these questions as something as daunting, but see us as, as an act of love for God. Because it is that very same courage that will enable you to fortify your spiritual foundation and enable you to remain steadfast as you live your life with purpose, divine purpose. And with that, I would like to leave you with this. It beautifully states in Proverbs 17, 
verse 17 using the niv version that a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity thank you so much for listening and may god bless you all thank you